Well, we are continuing our way through Hebrews and the Gospel of Mark. A couple comments about our reading from Hebrews today. Hebrews is, again, it's the greatest, most sophisticated Greek in the New Testament, and it makes a sophisticated argument about how Jesus is our high priest. And today we hear a lot about Melchizedek. Melchizedek is a priest. He is mentioned in a couple verses in Genesis. He was a king and a priest in the city of Salem, which later was called Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And Salem means peace. And so Melchizedek is brought up because he's one of the few characters in the Old Testament who we don't know where he was born, we don't know who his parents were, and there is no mention of his death. And so this really spoke to people at that time as somebody who was special. And so that's why this argument's being made. The interesting thing is Jerusalem has not really been a city of peace. And um, when I was praying with this, this was before I learned there was an election in Israel yesterday. Um, And so today is the day to pray for peace in Israel, in the world. We are also in our week of Christian unity, so we pray for unity among all Christians. Well, if you've been following along... This is the fifth of five successive stories of Jesus coming into conflict with the religious authorities. This started back in chapter 2. This is the beginning of chapter 3. But in the Gospel of Mark, things fly by. In Mark's telling, each conflict escalates over the one before, with this one even leading the authorities to begin planning Jesus' death. So what's at the root of the conflict? Is it about work on the Sabbath? The Bible, the Old Testament, does not explicitly forbid medical cures on the Sabbath, but many midrashes, interpretations of the Torah said, no, that that would not be acceptable. So that was a fair debate to have. Is this conflict about curing an incapacitated man. The language of Mark's Greek is a little unclear, but it seems like this is some kind of congenital condition that the man had. But is that really at the root of what we're talking about? Is it something more fundamental? What's striking to me is how similar this conflict is to conflicts in U.S. politics today. Everything seems to be controversial now. We can't seem to agree on anything. And yet we keep claiming everything is easy to fix. We can't understand it, but it's easy. But the thing is, people who can't seem to agree, I think at the root we really do have a lot of the same values. We're just not willing to concentrate on the values And we're not willing to recognize that issues are complicated and both sides have a point. I'm amazed at the the variety of political opinions of my own friends. I am actually distantly related. 
Well, not that distantly. I'm, I'm a second cousin of the county executive of the, the county where I grew up. I've never met him, though. Um, and so he would be the most prominent Democrat in the county. One of my other cousins, who's related to him as well, is very, very active in the Republican Party. I look at my Facebook friends, and I'd be scared if one half of them would meet the other half. Because even though they're good people, a lot of the language they use is so divisive. We seem so quick to use the nuclear option to call each other names such as idiot or crook or a lot of words I can't repeat while I'm wearing these vestments in the church. But how about us? How often do we start using judgmental nouns and adjectives that do nothing to build dialogue or understanding but only build division? What does this have to do with this Gospel of Mark? You might not have noticed it, but as the conflict has escalated in these five stories, there's been less and less dialogue. And in this story, there is no dialogue. Jesus asks questions, but nobody responds until they get out of his hearing, and then they talk to themselves. What are we to do? We are called to struggle. We are called to have constructive dialogue in person, on Facebook, even to speak kindly of the people we disagree with when they're not around. As Jesus presented it on the Sabbath and on every day, let us do good, not evil. Let us save life, not destroy it.